Winning in the Workplace. The show focused on taking your business to the next level. Featuring expert business consultant and trainer Maurice Velasquez of Team Real World, along with 2013 Louisiana Broadcaster of the Year, Gordy Rush. This is Winning in the Workplace. I'm often asked uh, about uh, how to work better together, uh, and this is what this show is all about, is how to help you succeed in the workplace, which is why it's called Winning in the Workplace. Uh, and so today what we're going to focus, we're going to start off is a series of conversations about a very important topic. It's probably the single most uh, fundamental uh, issue in the workplace that everything else uh, is based on. If you go, if you learn these skills that we're going to cover today, everything else becomes a lot easier. It doesn't make them go away, but it makes them make it a whole lot easier. If you kind of just downplay this or ignore this, or you say, ah, you know, I got it. I got it. Everybody talks about this. You're probably not going to be as successful as you can. Why? Because it's all about working with people. So the topic is people skills. How can you use people skills to connect better with employees, connect better with managers, connect better as a team, listen to each other, make the same uh, the right decisions together as a team, and ultimately how to how to how to implement together. Um, so we're going to dissect this as we go, but uh, let's jump uh, let, let's dive this right in. Um, uh, so Madison, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the way that uh, you're looking at me. Like, are you going to throw the ball to me now? So, uh, it, 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 this is a perfect segue into, uh, the different personalities yeah. that, that have, um, so if you were to say right off the bat, uh, what, what kind of personality am I? What would you say? You are extrovert. I'm an extrovert, yes, right? Very yes. Much okay. So. Do you consider yourself an extrovert? I feel like I'm kind of in between extrovert and introvert. We're it kind of depends on my mood. It, it's really cool because we're going to talk about that, especially in our third segment. What if you don't don't feel that you're either an introvert or an extrovert okay uh, it's kind of like the whole world talks about this and and it doesn't include a good definition for those people that just don't identify and, and don't really connect with either an introvert or an extrovert okay so yes you're right I'm an extrovert okay so yeah. we'll talk about that so um, we're gonna make this as simple as possible but we're gonna dissect it in a way so you can layer the different skills and hopefully find it find it very helpful all right let's jump let, let's go ahead and discuss what the major problem is between extroverts and introverts that seems to cause the majority of the issues uh, again, like Madison and I just talked about, there is something that's called or referred to as neither extrovert or introvert. We'll cover that later. But the best place to start is a simple conversation about the conflict that exists between extroverts and introverts. If you can start there, everything else becomes a lot easier. The extroverts are those folks that are external in their expression. Okay, Very much so. yeah, You would say they talk a lot. Okay. They're willing to put themselves out there. That's right. And, and I think this is the better for That's right. The technical it. way to describe it is that the environment doesn't doesn't uh, hold them back. They want to change the environment. So they don't have any problem pushing the environment. They don't like the environment. They don't like status quo. So they want to change it. Yeah. The introvert is more cautious about change because they feel that change is more disruptive, especially how the extroverts do it. The yeah. extroverts like to take risk with change. They like to create a lot of conversation. They think while they talk, while the introverts, they think, then they talk. 
Therefore, is a lot of the conflict. So go ahead and play that for that that first segment. Uh, let me set it up first. All right, uh, th- this is a segment from a movie called Fargo. You guys have watched it. It's, it's a great movie. It's uh, the two actors, Steve Buscemi and Peter Stormare, are in the car, and you'll hear them. Uh, Steve tries to get his colleague, his partner in crime, to talk. But but the response is 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 humorous because you you've been in this position hundreds of times every day, and this is the initial cause of most conflict between relationships at work and at home. Let's go ahead and listen to it. You ever been to Minneapolis? Nope. Would it kill you to say something? I did. No. It's the first thing you've said in the last four hours. That's a, that's a fountain of conversation, man. That's a geyser. I mean, whoa, Teddy, stand back, man. I'm sitting here driving, just trying to chat, you know, keep our spirits up, fight the boredom of the road. You can't say one thing just in the way of conversation. All right. So, uh, uh, Madison, you ever experienced that? Say that one more time have for you, me. <laughs> have, you, have you ever experienced that in a conversation where somebody just, just does, does not want to talk? Not, ready, does not talk at the speed and rate of how you are. Oh, want, yeah. Yeah? How comfortable oh, yeah. is that? It's it's awkward. All right. What about if someone is talking faster and wants to talk a lot faster than you and they want to move the conversation a lot longer? How comfortable is that? It's not. So see, that's the basic problem in people skills, all right? Let's apply it to work, and of course, I'll let everybody apply it to home, right? Yeah. And everything else outside of work. But let's apply it to work. You go into a meeting, and the extrovert says, all right, good. You got that? You got that? All right, everybody good? All right, good. All right, let me know. Uh, update me. Let me know how that's going. What does that mean to an extrovert? means let's get it done. But let yeah. me know later. Yeah. What does later mean to an extrovert? Sometime a week from now, or when does that when is that extrovert going to want to be updated? Probably sooner than then the later. introvert. Yeah, and the introvert is going to default to not create noise and sound within that space, so they're going to create silence. And the extrovert is going to feel that silence, and they're going to go pre- put pressure, and it becomes very awkward. Hey, Harold. Where, where are we with the with the report? Well, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'll get it to you. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to get it to you Friday. Okay, well, I need it. Well, I didn't know you needed it now. Okay, and that conflict is what usually drives the enormous, the deadlines, the projects, the issues, the reliability. And when an extrovert does not feel that the introverts are updating them enough, they're going to go and knock on the doors of everybody else. But all along, the whole time, what are the introverts doing? What they think they're supposed to they're be They're working on the yeah. project. For the most part, they're not twiddling their thumbs. They're just systematically being very cautious, very, very uh, analytical about it. They're taking their, not taking their time, but they're being very cautious and, and thoughtful about it. What they did not agree on was what? When, when was that next update? When am I going to be updated? There's not an agree. There was not an agreement as to when you want to be updated. Yeah. Okay, and so when somebody tries to talk about that, it becomes awkward. Okay, when do you want me to let you know? Oh, just let me know. And, 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 and okay, but when? Yeah, okay, yeah, but when? Just let me know as, as soon as you can. But see, that means different things to different people. Yeah. Okay, and so the introvert and extrovert tend to put themselves at a quagmire because there's a difference between action updates and intensity and speed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the the number one thing that that um, that that 
extroverts do not like that they're dealing with all the time. It's this. Ready? Go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I there it is. I, already. I, didn't, <laughs> I, like... I didn't even give you three seconds and you had to jump in. Extroverts, <laughs> they don't like to wait three seconds. They ask a question and the introvert hasn't had a time to even think about, hey, did you like the movie? I thought it was a good movie. You didn't like the movie? Why didn't you like the movie? And the introvert's thinking, wait, hold on. I'm still working on the first question, whether I liked yeah. it or not. Well, if you liked it, you'd have said something. Well, no, that's not the way the introverts think. You ask me a question, give me a second to think about it. But what the introverts like to do is they like to talk in terms of seven, eight second pauses, 12 second pauses. Okay. Extroverts don't, they don't trust that. They don't trust silence. Remember, they're against the environment of status quo. So anytime that there's silence or lack of activity, they push at a very high intense level and the introverts react to that by scaling back. Kind of like they give you the this, this stare and then they, they scale back. They hold back, which makes the extroverts want to push more. All right. So that in a nutshell is the fundamental conflict that exists in communications, decision making, why meetings don't go as well, mm-hmm. and ultimately implementing together because the extrovert's going to want to take more risks about moving things forward. Let's jump to it. All right. Is everybody ready to implement? Everybody ready to implement? And the extra, the introverts don't feel like they've had much of a chance to jump in with their feedback. And they're either going to say, okay, fine, let's do it. Or they're going to bring up their issues too late in the process. And the extroverts have already decided, hey, we're going to do this anyway. You guys should have brought that earlier. Why don't you talk earlier? Yeah. Well, there really hasn't been a chance to because the extroverts dominate the conversation. They don't really slow enough down to think to allow to to allow the, the the feedback to come in very honestly. Yeah, it's more it's more loaded. So what do you think about this? So what do you think about this? So what do you think about this? So what do you think about? This? There's not enough of a feedback, and when an introvert gives their feedback, like they say, well, I think it's a good idea, but I think we should perhaps really consider doing it in September. Bam! Within seconds, the extrovert says, yeah, but hold on, we can't do it in September, and then they get idea shot down, and then yeah. the extrovert has the audacity to say, okay, who else? Who's got anything else? Well. At that point, the introvert's introvert not going to say me anything. Down. So the extrovert needs to slow down enough and listen for those seven, eight-second pauses and allow the others to talk and not shoot down their idea. Okay, The introverts need to learn to speak a lot faster and jump in and give their honest thoughts and be okay with the fact that they're not going to be accurate, per se, about everything but that we can discuss it later and adjust it as we go. To to easily understand personalities, think in terms of a circle. And if you if you if you draw a circle on a whiteboard and you and you cut the circle into four even pieces like a pizza, all right, then you have the different personalities. Uh, it's uh, the the program that we follow is called DISC, D I S C, and each word means something. So in the top left hand corner, you have the dominant personality. In the top in the top right hand uh, of the circle, you have the influential, the I personality. Okay, that's the top. That that's the two top personalities. Then the bottom, the personalities at the bottom, is you have the S, the steady personality on the right hand side, and then you have the conscientious personality on the bottom left. Now you can say a whole lot about this, and we can we will spend a lot of time on it. But the most basic way to understand people skills is to understand this chart. Okay, the dominant personality, what they thrive on, what drives them above everything else is action. 
Okay, this is why I have the word here, action. Okay, they they are they drive towards action. They're driven by action, and they like to make sure that people themselves and everybody around them is moving things forward. Now, the other personalities, it's not that they don't care about action; is that they feel that there are other things that are more important than that. So let's look at what those are. For example, the I personality, they feel that enthusiasm is important. They, they they agree that action is important, but you gotta be happy about it. You gotta yeah. be you gotta have energy. You gotta have you gotta work as a team. So it's not what's the point of us doing things and getting them done if we're gonna fight all the time. So let's let let's not do that. Let's create energy into it. All right. Well the dominant personality starts getting concerned because they're like, wait a minute, that's gonna slow us down and that's gonna distract us from getting things done. And that's where the conflict comes in. Because the dominant personality wants to drive towards action and they can't get the eyes to pay attention to action because the eyes are wanting to make sure are you okay? Are you okay? Hey, are you okay? Can we talk about this? Can we talk about it for a while? And it tends to detract. There's a place for it. And there's a place for action and there's a place for team culture and enthusiasm. But the disagreement is they tend to want to do it at each other's expense. One of them prioritizes action. The other one prioritizes energy. All right. Those two are the extroverts, the two at the top. Okay. And these two talk a lot. They fill up the room and they normally tend to dominate the conversation. Okay, and it's easy for them to go from idea to implementation really fast. One of them comes up with the idea. They they move to implementation. Everybody in the room is basically trying to figure out what's going on. All right. The other two personalities are the introverts. So if we look at them, the S personality, the steady, those are the folks that like to have calm conversations. They're very pleasant, but they want to have things done in a calm way because they don't like conflict and they do not value conflict. And they do not want to participate in things that are filled with conflict. Well, that's the problem of the extroverts. The extroverts like to create drama, like to create, not not for the sake of drama, they like to create action. So that tends to drive drama. So, yeah, uh, yeah I didn't, for those of you, I know I'm going to get a call. You said that we like to create drama. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not trying to say that. It's just that the extroverts like to create action and, and, and energy, which brings in lots of drama. The S's and C's, they, they don't like that. They don't appreciate that. They don't respect that. They want to have calm thoughtful, linear conversations, not all over the place conversations. So that's why they tend to wait in conversations to talk because they're trying to figure out when everybody's going to start thinking logically and they don't want to go all over the place. They don't trust that level of decision making. So the S's tend to be very calm and very focused on how things are done. Okay. Whereas the C's, they're just like the S's and it matters to them that we're focusing on action and enthusiasm and how but their focus is details. So all of them are wanting to talk about what they feel is important. The dominant person is always driving for guys. When are we going to do this? Can we do this now? Or can we do it next week? And they drive for when, when are we going to get action and results? The eyes accept that, but then they move into, okay, but let's make sure everybody's on the same page. Let's make sure we've told everybody. Let's work as a team. The S's starts asking questions like, okay, now, okay, hold on. How are we going to do this? And then they start asking a lot of process questions. And the detail, the guy, the, the C, the conscientious, the detail folks, they start asking questions like, okay, now why are we doing this in the first place? Yeah. Okay. And that makes the, the extroverts kind of go, oh, this is going to take forever. Thus, the conflict, because eventually the dominants are going to over push 
and the introverts are going to not buy in. Uh, so the best way to understand this is what is it that they're that they're focused on. And again, let me just say this, that it's not that these folks don't care about the other things that the others are saying. It's just priority. Yeah. To the dominant, it's a level of priority. Action is more important than all the other things. To the to all the other guys around the room, the I, enthusiasm is more important than details. To the S personality, the process is more important than action. And the, the detail person, details and accuracy is more important than energy or enthusiasm or figuring out when the deadline's at. So that's why you have to understand each other because everybody's driving for different things. All right. So let's dive in into the dominant personality. All right. This is the this is the uh, commercial, 30 second commercial of uh, Capital One uh, credit cards. You guys have probably heard uh, the, the series. It's it's we treat you like you treat you. And it's a person calling into Capital One uh, and and they talk to a person who sounds just like them. And they surprise each other of how much they they, they sound like themselves. And so, of course, it's a great campaign. We treat you like you treat you, which is really what a lot of people's skills is all about. So let's listen to it. This is the dominant individual driven to action. Discover card. I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. I've got nothing to hide. My bill is due today and I haven't paid yet. Is that a confession? Have I committed a crime? Nope. Actually, with the Discover It card, you can pay up till midnight online or by phone the day it's due. Hmm. Sounds convenient. How do I know you're telling the truth? Because I work for Discover Card. Got a witness to verify that? Just you. You called me. Okay, that checks out. You recording this? Yes, I am. Good, so am I. I would like a copy. Copy that. Copy that. Copy that. At Discover, we treat you like you treat you. Payment flexibility. Get the IT card at discover.com. See, lack of see, lack of details. It's not it's not Capital One, it's Discover Card. Okay, it's a Discover Card credit card. See, you that didn't explains, even catch, no, even catch didn't that either. either. All right. So, did you hear how fast they talked? God, yes. Okay, that's how dominant individuals like to talk. Okay, and whenever an introvert or a non-dominant personality walks in to talk to a dominant personality, then the dominant personality starts getting not only bored, but they don't trust the "Hey, can I talk to you for a second? Hey, can I?" and slow conversations. Okay, they want to speed it up. So if you want to connect with a dominant individual, what do you need to do? You got to speed up and get on their level. You have to speed up. So what would I tell the dominant individual? Hey, look, you're you're a dominant person, right? If you want to connect with the non-dominant people, what do you need to learn to do? You got to slow it down. You just have to a slow bit. it down. Do you really want to ro- show respect? You have to slow down and let others talk at their level and you you make it an effort that you're showing respect because I'm willing to adjust my style for your style but but dominance are just too dominant they, they just don't they just don't want to think along those terms and I, I I'm, I'm a dominant individual and I'm I'm, a, I'm an extrovert it's not just a matter of not willing it's just we are in such habit of talking and thinking like that that we yeah. don't we're not careful to realize how much we're just stepping over people's comments interrupting jumping into silence taking the conversation to the next level not giving everybody enough in the room to talk shooting ideas down so the dominant individual is not trying to be dominant per se to be mean okay or to be rough they just realize that they bring that unique talent of pushing the organization so they bring value and the value is is that if nobody else is pushing i have to push so we have to give them credit for the fact that at least they're pushing okay yeah but they need to create a space in the decision making process to where we have to be able to talk calmly because if they want buy-in ultimately who's going to end up implementing it the non-dominant individuals yeah. so you better get their buy-in 
Okay, and you get their buy-in not by pushing it through. You get their buy-in by saying, what do y'all think? Let you put your fingerprints on it, give you 40% of the decision-making power, possibly even more, and show that I'm willing to listen. That's how you get buy-in from the others. You don't get buy-in from the others by pushing them around, okay? So if you're a dominant individual uh, and or you have a dominant boss or an employee, just realize that for you to connect with them, you're going to have to speed up conversation and decision-making. And what you need to ask them is you need to ask them to slow down a little bit and allow for a true conversation to happen and not shoot down ideas so fast. A lot of folks ask me, how can I know what my personality is? Well, hopefully by listening to this show, you can uh, try to take a good calculated guess at what you are, but there's nothing like getting more of of a sure answer. And the best thing to do is for you to take a personality survey, okay? Uh, We offer one, and we think it's a fantastic program. It's called DISC. It's a simple test. It's it's 28 questions. It takes about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, And the booklet that you get is a very helpful book. It's broken up into two sections uh, about yourself uh, and your personality, your strengths and your weaknesses. And the second session, the second segment of the, of the workbook is actual worksheets that allow you to work with your supervisor and your employee about your personality, how you like to be addressed, what's a good work environment for you. And that way you can use it to enhance and tighten your relationships with your boss and your supervisors and also your employees if you happen to be a, uh, a manager and you can use the same report for them. Uh, so, join, uh, so go ahead and log in to winningintheworkplace.com. You can purchase it there. Go to assessments and uh, and find it there, or just contact me info at Team Real World or me directly, Maurice at Team Real World, and we'll walk you through on how to get your report. You can also get a report for your entire team, and then get what's called a team view, where you can see the whole graph of all your team members, and everybody can see the personalities and whether you're deficient in one strength of the skill sets or you have too many dominance. So therefore, we're going to have to. You don't let go of people because of that. You just teach everybody how to fill in for the areas that that you may have balance it out balance it out yeah all right so yeah log into winning in the workplace so let's jump to the uh, the s personality all right remember i mentioned to you the s personality those folks that uh that like to have uh calm conversations and the the audio that we're going to listen to again it's by another credit card company uh actually no it's it's, it's discover it's again discover. It's, it's discover that's their company uh, and they picked uh another personality they seem to have the, uh, to either taken the same the same program where they understand it very well and what you hear is a very pleasant conversation very friendly conversation but tremendously calm and pleasant i guess that's the best way to describe all right let's listen to it This is Claire in Phoenix. Can I help you? Yes. Great. Correct. Ma'am. This isn't an automated computer. Operator. Ma'am. I'm here. I'm live. Wait, you're real? Yeah. With Discover Card, you can talk to a real person in the U.S. day or night. Plus, we're not going to waste your time trying to sell you a bunch of other products you don't really need. That is really nice of you. I feel really bad about shouting at you. Oh. You weren't shouting. You were just speaking in all caps. At Discover, we treat you like you'd treat you. 100% U.S.-based customer service. Here to help, not to sell. It's interesting. Did you catch what she says? I'm sorry that I yelled at you. Oh, yeah. Did in she, all caps. In, in all caps. Did she really yell? No. No. But she felt that she yelled. Yeah. So imagine an S personality in a room with a dominant personality, and that dominant personality is talking normally. How does that appear to an S? Like they're yelling, like, like they're, they're yelling, being like overpowering. That's right. So imagine a manager who's a dominant individual is coaching or doing an annual or monthly review with an employee 
and I'm coaching or correcting you as to where you need to improve. And then you and then the employee goes and tells HR, man, he was really rough on me. And then HR says, hey, the, the, the employee says that you were rough on him in the review. No, 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 no. I wasn't, no, it was just me. Well, that's the point is that dominance and in, 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 uh, I individuals, we we talk in such a tone to where it's very intense. Yeah. And S's, they read that and they, they interpret that to be like, OK, you're yelling at me. You're, you're scolding me. Um, so, yeah, there's a sense in which you have to put, uh, you know, more layers of skin on you. But it's a balance. It's a balancing act. It's about relationships. The dominance and the influentials need to soften and be more human about their content, about their approach and realize that their tone is very aggressive. At least that it's it's interp- it can be reasonably interpreted as aggressive by those that are not ext- extroverts. Because the extroverts need to stop looking at the introverts and saying, well, they just need to grow up and they just need to. No, no, that's not. You got to understand the other. Exactly. The introverts do have a much better sense of being uh, realists because they watch and observe more. Yeah. Whereas the extroverts and the the extroverts tend to risk everything. So they ride the edges and they push. Whereas the introverts are saying, no, that 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 meeting did not go well. And of course, the extroverts are going. We thought it was wonderful. Yeah, because you got all your feelings out, and you yeah, got all you your were able ideas to out. Put everything that you wanted to out there. But what about the little? That's guy? right. But the S's are the ones that say it wasn't professional, it wasn't courteous, it wasn't actually kind because there wasn't much real interaction. There was a lot of tone thrown around, and the people that probably wanted to talk were not going to risk it. And you can just see the extroverts rolling their eyes. Yeah. Because the extroverts don't find much value in what the S's bring to the table. And what the S's bring to the table is incredibly important. And that is a sense of professionalism that says anger and intensity does not produce buy-in. What produces buy-in is a calm approach to problem solving. And if the extroverts could understand that, it's incredible. And if I could understand that more... It's incredible how much the introverts chime in, perform, overperform, and the extroverts can actually get more buy-in from the teams by just being calmer. In other words, being firm, being clear. But do you notice how I'm changing my conversation right now? Yeah, just slowing it down, you see taking what your time. I went, as I'm going around the, 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 uh, the, the personalities, I'm switching because I'm trying to model it to our listeners that I hope you guys can tell the difference from when I was a dominant person to being a happy, jolly, enthusiastic I personality <laughs> to now being an S personality. And for me, the hardest thing is to be and to adjust to an S approach. It's I think all, recognizing it. Yeah. First of all, being aware is the key thing. Then, yeah. w- then willing to practice it. Yeah. Okay. And it's just for the extrovert, it's that that emotional intelligence and this emotional willingness to say, I have to use my words. Yeah. <laughs> it's not- like, it's, it's the one that extroverts have to not take action, but the introverts have to take action. That's right. It's the swapping That's right. of roles. That's right. You, 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 and, and, and again, you can apply this to life, okay? The spouse that is aggressive needs to chill out and become softer and more kind. And the person that's real kind and more of an introvert needs to step it up. And when the two individuals, the extroverts and introverts, see each other try this, 
they feel respected. You you may be horrible at it, but at least I can tell you're trying. You're trying. You're, you're putting trying. forth the effort. That's right. That's right. So so I hope that what I'm trying to show everybody is I hope what you're catching is that everybody, all personalities bring key valuable skill sets to the conversation. But there's a time and a place in which things have to take place in the decision-making process. Uh, in later shows that we're going to do in this series, we're going to get into that of, okay, well, what does that mean on how to make decisions? When does the dominant approach va is valuable? When does the, in, uh, the, the I approach fit in? When does the S approach fit in in the decision-making process? And where does the C? And, and if we all simply agree to play that game, it's a whole lot easier because everyone's feeling like, okay, so my issues are going to be paid attention to. Yeah, yes, they are. Okay, we just simply go to first base first, then second, then third and fourth, right? Yeah, yeah. okay. Then we, you, you'll notice that as everybody's willing to try this, then 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 decisions are, are, are better. But in order to get there, you have to first start with what we're covering today. The dominant personality is the action-driven, the I personality is enthusiasm, the S personality is the steady personality, and then we're going to jump into the C personality in the next segment. Now, don't forget, let me, let me make sure everybody caught this, the dominant and the I personalities, um, they're the extroverts, okay? And then the two at the bottom is in the graph, they're the introverts, okay? And in our fourth segment, we're going to talk about the what about if I'm neither Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I know we still have about a minute or so left. Let me let me point this out that everybody's probably listening and goes, yeah, but I, I I think I'm like a DI, and others might go, yeah, I think I'm more like an IS, and that's true. Most of us have two of these styles in us. Yeah. Okay, and we just don't like the other two styles. So whatever two styles you are, the opposite styles are the ones you don't like. And you don't trust. So when people come to you to propose ideas and they happen to be the different style than you are, you're probably not going to like that idea. And that's why we, we, we have to be careful with favoritism. We tend to agree with folks that are like us and we tend to favor the ideas of people that are just like us. And that's where we create favoritism. We create uh, hostility. We create unnecessary clicks. And ultimately, we discourage people's ideas. So we're talking about people skills and the importance of understanding the four basic personalities uh, and setting a good foundation on how to understand yourself a lot better, becoming more self-aware of, of what you bring to the table, the strengths that you bring to the table, why they're so valuable, but also uh, to realize that your strengths and what you bring to the table are often interpreted by others as being the opposite than what you think. And so you got to be mindful of that and not roll your eyes and disregard the fact that, yeah, but that's there, but they just got to get over it. No, that's the problem, that for the most part, human beings do not wake up in the morning and go, I'm going to make somebody else miserable. You know, we don't, we don't get up and say, I'm going to be someone's difficult person. Okay. It's just that if you're one, if you're a certain style of personality, you're going to find the opposite personalities to be difficult. So if in the if in the chart, uh, and for those of you that are listening to the radio, you can't see the chart, but you can go download the chart on our website, the wheel. If you're a high dominant individual on the top left hand of the wheel, well, who do you think your most difficult people are going to be? The opposites, the S's, because they're in the opposite side of the wheel. All right. So if you happen to be a DI, an extrovert, guess who your most difficult people are going to be? The introverts. The introverts. Okay. So how do you cross that bridge? Well. It's by learning 
the style and the intensity of the other person. So if I want to connect with a high dominant individual, I better go in that room and talk about action and not walk in with, you got a minute? Yeah, yeah, sure. What you got? Well, I was, I was thinking, um, I was in the, in the cafeteria the other day and I was talking to Lori and see right there, that that's not even five seconds. What's a dominant person going to do? Get to the point. Yeah. And so I've already lost them. So yeah. now, because you didn't come in there moving things faster. Okay. But in reverse, it's true. If a dominant individual goes and talks to an S personality and they don't, and they're mindful of the fact that the S's don't like to be treated with just everything now, then you're going to disconnect, which usually sounds like this. The dominant walks in and says, hey, uh, hey uh, Larry, uh, you got a second? Yeah, yeah, what you got? Uh, listen, I need to let you know, I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry to, to, to bombard you like this, but I know today's Wednesday. I need to report by Friday. Look, I just found out about it. Um, I needed to see, and then you go ahead and proceed and tell me about it, and you can just see the look on Larry's face like, really? And it has to be done now? Yeah. And then the dominant person says, you okay with that? <laughs> it's like it's not truly really, it's not really not a question do, do, do i have an option do really? i have an option like uh, is that really even an option that's right <laughs> so there's really no conversation you're just dumping on my lap and and the dominant and it's not just the dominance the eyes do this a lot too they say things like look i just heard about it like that, it's gonna excuse it right but you, you see the thing is you probably didn't think about it most yeah. of the time you, you knew about this a week ago but you didn't tell me about procrastination it. procrastination for many reasons. At its but, finest, but <laughs> yeah. but actually, it's actually deeper than that. Is I don't want to be rejected. Yeah. So if I come to you and catch you at the last minute, I know you because you're an S. I know you're going to say yes because you're not going to be able to battle me back. So I'm going to wait till the last minute where you can't reject me because I need it Friday. And that's a tactic that extroverts use on introverts all the time. Yeah. And introverts feel the disrespect. So, um, so that's why it's good to remember the dominance. They want to be approached in action. And, and let me mention this here. This is where a lot of the non-dominants lose it, okay? They don't want to go talk to the dominants and be rough and tough. They don't want to yeah. talk thick skin because they don't want to be talked that way. But the dominants and the and the, the extroverts, in order for you to get them to listen, what do you have to do? You have, you have to be dominant. You have to be dominant. Yeah. And you got to say, no, 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 stop. Wait, hold on. No, wait, no, wait. Listen, listen. Will you listen for a second? The answer is no. And I'm going to tell you why. And then you just got to be very direct. That's when you get that snap. Exactly. People. And that's when the dominance go, oh, well, why didn't you say so? Well, I've been trying to. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. But the, one that held, but the one that held back is the introverts who are uncomfortable being dominant with dominance. Yeah. Okay. And so let's jump to the C's. Okay. Uh, you got you got the the, uh, the audio sound ready? I do. All right. Let me, let me set it up real quickly. Go the, for it. The C personalities are those that like to have calm conversations like the S's, but they like to talk about details. And what you hear in this is a gentleman that calls into the credit card company and he asks real quickly about details. The gentleman responds in details very calmly. And as he is opening the door to his apartment, his friends have thrown him a birthday party and they have a calf, a goat in his living room. And he yells and screams and he says, I hate surprises. Okay. That ladies and gentlemen, is a high C individual. They like to talk details in a calm way. They don't like surprises. surprises. Go ahead. Let's listen to it. Discover card. Hey there, I just got my bill and I see that it includes my FICO credit score. Yep, you have our Discover It card so you get your FICO credit score and your monthly statements and online for free. It's pretty cool of you guys. Well, we just want to help you stay on top of your credit and avoid surprises. Good, I hate surprises. <laughs> Nope. 
We treat you like you'd treat you. We've already given more than 175 million free FICO credit scores to our card members. Apply today at discover.com. My favorite thing was the screaming goat. Yeah, Discover needs to pay us. This is product placement, man. This is I really love good. Screaming was that goats. not hilarious? That was hilarious. Uh, that was really I funny. I love the screaming goats. Uh, but that's the case, okay? Have you seen have you seen on Facebook? There's a video out there in which they film a bunch of cats. And the cats turn around and they see a cucumber. Oh, the, um, and the poor I little cats that. just they jump. Think it's a snake. That's right. They think it's a snake, right? Well, the guy there's this guy that actually made another video and explained that's not the case. Even if you put an apple behind a cat, the cat turns around and they're gonna jump. Why? Depends on the cat, but it's a surprise to them. Because they're it's not a surprise. It. Well, that's what we do to each other all the time. That's what that's I definitely what, do to my cat. That's what dominant <laughs> individuals do to introverts. That's, I keep saying dominance. That's what the two extroverts. Let me yeah. not let the eyes get away with this because the eyes are just as responsible. You're in there too. I'm in there too. And oh, if anybody likes to create change, is the hot the the, the eye and personalities. Uh, it's just that they're a lot, little more charmful about it. Okay. Yeah. And so at least is a nice guy about it, but it's still nonetheless the extroverts like to create change at an un. Um, unregulated based. I can't say unhealthy, unregulated. Like everything yeah. is an idea. Everything is now. Mm-hmm. And that makes the extrovert, the introverts, uh, especially, well, no, both of them, the S's and the C's, they, they don't respond well to that. And the ones that tend to shut down the fastest are the high C's because they don't want to get into the conversations that are all over the place. Yeah. The S's are willing to entertain that a little bit because they realize, okay, now how how? How? It's like a degree of OCD about that, it. That's right. But the, but the, but the high C individual, the details individuals, they just don't like to get into that. Okay? So the way to respect the high C individuals is just to have calm conversations in a logical fashion. And let's cut down the sudden change all the time. All Organize right? your thoughts. That's right. So let's talk a little bit about those folks that are not neither. Okay? Uh, uh, look, look at the chart. You see the top, the top two are extroverts. The bottom two are introverts. Yeah. Well, what if you happen to be on the right-hand side of the chart where you're an IS? See, you're you're both an extrovert and an introvert. So you're really neither an extrovert. You just happen to be a people person. Yeah. So that's what it is. The folks that are both extrovert and introvert, they tend to be either left side of the graph or right side of the graph. In other words, if they're right side, they're ISs and they focus on people, feelings, emotions, and relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, did you hear about Mary? Yeah, I know she didn't get her report in. She's late quite a bit on a lot of projects. But look, she's at the hospital. She, her mom's, she, and the, the human aspect yeah. comes in. The other folks on the DC side, they tend to be the ones that say, okay, but you know, her report is due. Somebody give her a call. Like, <laughs> like somebody needs to get her up in that's here. right so you have your extroverts at the top your introverts at the bottom your people people on the right hand side and your results oriented business people on the mm. left business oriented folks okay all right so we hope that you guys have enjoyed this go to our website download the report purchase it uh do it for yourself and your team it's very effective very powerful you can go get it at www winningintheworkplace.com if you have any problems or you have any other questions that you have regarding this on how to apply more of this uh, to your work and life give me a call or email me at maurice at teamyourworld.com and also listen to our next radio shows in which we're going to go to the next level of this series on people skills life lessons from the office winning in the workplace with the foremost authority on business consulting in Baton Rouge Maurice Velasquez of Team Real World and Gordy Rush on Talk 107.3 FM WBRP.